you can vary your pitch. So if something is really exciting, then just allow your voice to go higher. And if you're speaking meaningfully, you can bring it down. And that just brings me to the speed, the tempo of your voice too. Some of us, especially if we're nervous or excited, we can keep going at, you know, what we're saying, 50 miles an hour. We're going really, really fast. But if you led a whole meeting or a whole live video on that high pitch and that that high speed, you know, it would turn people off. You have to vary it. So vary your pitch and vary your speed. So actually using pauses, silence, really gets people to listen to you. So you could go right into the microphone and I can lean into the mic and really speak closely one-to-one -one with my audience and that can really help and then I can get very excited so vary it. This is the Thrive With Live show, the podcast where you can learn to go live with poise, professionalism and peace of mind. Live video is the best free tool to win clients and grow your income and authority. So, if you want to ditch the overwhelm and confusion to skyrocket your online success through the dynamism of live video, then you are in the right place. This podcast covers all aspects, from your mindset, voice, style, and personal branding, to all the technology and tools you need to get started and grow with live video. And now, here is your host, Katie Simpson. Four tips for live video and Zoom success. So here we go. The first tip, let me just bring up. I'm trying all new technology today. It's very exciting. So coming up, we've got, this is my live video success formula, L-I-V-E. So we start with things about the lighting. So I've got some simple things to help you over that. And then the incline, the best angle for your camera. That's really important for live video success to make you just, you know, stand out from the crowd a little bit. These are just simple things that you can easily put in place without any overwhelm. There are some more advanced techniques that I'll just explain as well. Things you can do with your voice to help with your live videos, help you come across well, and things you can do with your eyes to make you look awake. It's so, it's so easy to, if you get things just slightly not right. You can really look quite haggard and tired and the eyes are so important. So we'll get on with that in a minute. So let's talk first of all about lighting. 
So lighting can be extremely simple. You just use the light of the sun well. That can be your best lighting, not necessarily, but it can, if you use it well, it really can be your best form of lighting because it's a soft light, it's a large light. So lights that are generally large and soft focused um, really help you to look good on video, you know, to stand out on video for people to notice you. Um, it's not as important as the sound. The sound is, is more important. If you are struggling to hear somebody, maybe there's a whole load of noise or crackling in the background. Maybe their computer is glitching a lot. And so it's, it's choppy and changey, you know, Zoom calls that you've been on like that. It's really hard not to turn off because you're just trying to work out what this person's saying. So the communication, isn't it, is really, really important. But lighting can just make somebody stop their scroll and make you just stand out. And it helps with the whole communication because our faces, we need to, we read all the signs in somebody's faces, don't we? So lighting is good. So what I use is just simple and pretty cheap. If you'd like to know what they are, I will, I can give you a list to my, a link to my kit, my live video kit, but I have great big soft boxes. And if you are watching me, you can see that I'm just bringing one down without it hitting on my head. They're very cheap. They come on really good sturdy stands and the whole kit comes in a bag, a zip up bag, and it's very light. So it's easy to carry around. I mean, it's a bit bulky, the bag is. If you were going on the train and things, I wouldn't have a load of other bags with you, but it's it's possible. It's not really heavy at all. They're really good. There are downsides to big softbox lights though. One being if you've got really good quality ones, you can adjust the um, temperature of the lighting, which is really good to be able to do. And you can adjust the intensity of the lighting as well, which is also really, really helpful because you don't want to look really washed out. If I bring it close to me, I look quite ghostly and washed out. So you don't want that. Um, you want it to just be right. There are ways around it. Like I'm using Ecamm Live at the moment to go live. That's why I can use overlays and I can bring comments on the screen and all those sort of great things. I can actually change the temperature and zoom in and all that sort of thing within this program. And if you've got a webcam that has a downloadable program and a number of them have that, you can adjust the temperature on that as well. There are other apps like Snap Camera. I think you can use that to adjust the temperature as well. But lighting is, is really important, but not as important as the actual communication. But it just helps with that. And it helps people to stop the scroll. So 
Another really great form of lighting is a big ring light, uh, a big quality ring light that again you can have those two things that you can adjust on it. I believe it's 18 inches. In America you can buy one called the Diva Ring Light. Don't believe you can still get that in the UK but there's a good company called Newer, N-E-E-W-E-R and if you get the higher quality one where you can have those adjustments and a little remote control then that's really good. If you've got glasses though be careful lift it up and slightly to one side so that you don't get those glare from your glasses and so that you don't get dark shadows on your eyes and we're going to be talking about that in a minute. So there we go some tips about lighting so number two, we get on with um, the incline. So we're on the L and now the I of live for my live video success formula. And by the way, I have a freebie for you how to go live with just four tips really successfully. It's a, a mini live video success guide. So the second thing we can talk about is the incline or the angle. So we are used to seeing people go live on their laptops and people are getting better at it. They're getting more used to it. And so they do tend to prop up their laptops a bit more. But you need to really have the camera at eye level or just slightly above for it really to make you be able to communicate one-to-one, -one, you know, on the same level as people and also not to look too old and haggard. It makes a big, big difference. So I'm, I'm looking down at my camera so <laughs> you can see my double chins. <laughs> not a good look. You can see up my nose, in my mouth. I'm actually going to move that up because that's a bit <laughs> unpleasant for me as well. Yeah, so it can bring shadows and darkness. So it can make you look a bit more severe, intimidating, like you're looking down on your audience and a lot older. Yeah, so that angle is not the best for those different reasons. So my webcam is actually attached. It's just clipped on the top of a big old Mac uh, computer that we've got. So it is a bit higher than my eye line. It's just sort of like that, <laughs> whatever that angle is. It's just a little bit above. And that just slims me a little bit. It just helps with the dark circles. If I had a big ring light in front of me and actually the, a better light is the Elgato key light. They're small, they're LED, but they, they are very, very high quality. So they give quite a soft um, look and you can adjust those two things as well. They're very small, so you could just clip them on the back of your um, table so my desk is right against the wall. So my soft boxes have to be at the side of my desk. So I do get these lines here, which aren't perfect. But yes, we're all working on something, aren't we? So let me get to um, Presantha's comment now. So lovely to see you, Presantha. So Presantha says that she has a ring light 
Butch thinks she needs a better one. It seems to be a glaring one. Yeah, that that actually can really, it cannot be good in sort of the opposite way of being too dark, can't it? Yeah, so there are some really good ring lights and actually you can get a little sleeve that you can put around them if there's a good big one, so 18 inch, um, pretty sure that's the right size. You can get a little sleeve around it and it just softens the look so it helps it not to be glaring. But yeah, if you can adjust the temperature as well, and it also depends how many LEDs they've got in there, you know, the, the so for the quality of it. So if you have got a ring light that is a bit too glaring and you're not that happy with it, just try to bring some softer lights in as well. So the lighting should be in front of you. So you could have like a table lamp to one side, try and prop it up as much as you can so it's not low because then you'll get the dark shadows from your eyebrows and things. So warm table lights to, to one side and your ring light in the middle. I think you'll find that that actually helps. I'd really love to know if that, that does help. So you don't have to spend an absolute fortune on lights. Just use stuff that you've got. And if it's warmer, that that really helps. And if it sort of gives us a softer glow, that really does help and have it in front of you. That's really important. So angle, have it either straight in front of you or slightly up. And that's the other thing you can actually, and this works really well for stories and, you know, selfies and stuff like that. If you have it up and to one side, I don't know about you, but a lot of us have got a good side. And she says as she flicks her hair to one side, a good side and a not so good side. So I'm left handed anyway. So I tend to hold my uh, phone on that side. And this is a fairly good side of my face. So I like when I'm doing a little story or something like that, or or just, you know, a live, a short live when I'm out and about is just to have slightly above me and, and slightly to one side. That actually works really well. I don't think it's as great for live video. And if you have watched any interviews, you know, people in talk shows and things like that, often they are slightly angled. So it tends to work better if you're sort of out and about with your phone, you know, that vertical shape. Don't really know why. That's just what I think. So we're getting on to number three, your voice. How to sound interesting. <laughs> so it's good to get people to use the captions if they haven't got their video sound on. That's really, really helpful. But we do really want people to put the sound on so they can listen to us. And there are some simple ways that you can sound interesting. So my background is in singing teaching. So there are three things, three simple things that you can do with your voice that comes from music. Because when we're speaking, we're actually singing really but we're just singing, not on a monotone, but on more of, we're not using the pitch of our voice nearly as much. It depends where you come from. I'm not going to do other accents. That'll get me in big trouble if I try and do other accents. But in different parts of the world, in different parts of our countries, people tend to have more singy 
um, speech. And that's what you need to do a little bit more for live video and your Zoom meetings. So especially if you're giving the meeting. So vary your pitch and it makes you sound like you are more passionate about what you're saying, that you're you're more interested in your audience and you really feel for them. You've got a compassion and a passion. I love putting those two words together. So you can vary your pitch. So if something is really exciting, then just allow your voice to go higher. And if you're speaking meaningfully, you can bring it down. And that just brings me to the speed, the tempo of your voice too. Some of us, especially if we're nervous or excited, we can keep going at, you know, what we're saying, 50 miles an hour. We're going really, really fast. There's that uh, wonderful chap, Russell Bronson, isn't it? He speaks so fast and it's actually, I find it, quite endearing isn't quite the right word, but quite exciting. But if you led a whole meeting or a whole live video on that high pitch and that that high speed, you know, it would turn people off. You have to vary it. So vary your pitch and vary your speed. So actually using pauses, silence, really gets people to listen to you. So you could go right into the microphone and I can lean into the mic and really speak closely one-to-one with my audience. And that can really help. And then I can get very excited, so vary it. So the third thing that you can vary is, what was I going to talk about? The volume. Yeah, I've just touched on that really. So yeah, varying the volume. I'm actually varying the tone of my voice as well as I make it a bit more breathy, a bit more heartfelt, a bit more meaningful rather than strident. Are you showing you're really confident at whatever you're doing, you're selling, you're teaching? Then you can have a bit more slightly more nasal harsh tone. But anyway, I won't get on with that because we'll be here forever. But yeah, so we've got the height of your voice. So let's get excited and then bring it down. The speed, add some pauses. Speed up when you're excited and make your volume go up and down as well to really make it sound interesting. So I'd love to know what you think so far. So the last tip is to do with your eyes. There's also loads of things that I could talk about with the eyes. So eyes, how to look awake. So there's just two things that I'm really going to focus on today. And I've just spoken a little bit about them already. So if you notice, I am generally looking at you. I'm trying to engage with you through this strange black circle. It's it's an odd thing to do, but it's really good to get used to that. And it's really good to get used to not looking at yourself. So if I look at myself, oh, it's actually really off-putting. I start wanting to do stuff, which is going to be really boring. (laughs) 
and off-putting for my audience. And it's actually not good for our mental health, staring at ourselves for long periods of time. We're not used to doing that. We're used to looking in a mirror. I don't know how often you do it, but a couple of times a day, maybe to touch up or check our teeth or whatever. But we're not used to staring at ourselves while we speak. And it can be so off-putting and not good for us mentally. So don't look at yourself. And if you are tempted to do that and you just can't stop yourself, just get, you know, I've got some massive sticky notes. Excuse me for the crackly sound. Yeah. And just, you know, stick the sticky note over your face so that you're, you, it reminds you to look at the camera or put a little sticker or something right next to the camera to remind yourself to look at that. So look at your audience because they will feel like you really feel for them. You've got that. I go back to my compassion thing. You feel that compassion for them. They will feel that coming across this internet cable, across the satellites or wherever it's going, they will they will feel that coming across to them. If you look at them, you don't have to stare at it, you know, and never look away. You notice that I often, when I'm thinking about something, I will look up and to one side. It's just a sort of natural thing to do. But remember where your audience are and your compassion for them and look at them. So look at the camera and the other thing about your eyes, if you're passionate about what you're speaking about, it will come across in your eyes. The eyes, they say, are the window to the soul. There's so much that you can tell from somebody's eyes, isn't there? Now, I actually teach uh, business girls to have good makeup and style and things like that for their live video because I'm also <laughs> a skin therapist, a beauty um, therapist. So there's easy things that you can do with your makeup to make your eyes look awake and, and stand out. And I can do, I've done a live video on that, but I can, I can always do more if you're interested on that. But the, the, the most important things is that they can see in your eyes that you care about them and you have a passion for what you're teaching. So you care about what you're teaching and you're caring about the whole teaching episode or whatever you're doing on the live. It really will show through your eyes. So I think those are the two most important things to really make you stand out. Another thing that I'm doing is I'm just leaning forward a little bit towards the camera. So this is a bit easier probably if you're standing up and a lot of people recommend standing up when you're doing your live videos because they have more energy. For me, that's not a possible thing for me to do at the moment. So I need to bring the energy forward. I need to work a bit harder on bringing that energy level up bringing that compassion and that passion up so that people can really feel that like 150% of me coming through the camera rather than my normal self, which is a little bit like this and 
why don't you do this? And, uh, you know, I need to try that little bit harder on live video and on meetings for it to come across. Just a little aside and then we finish. They do say on television, don't they, that, that it puts pounds on. Maybe, I don't know, the colours, the colours are different, aren't they, on camera? They can really change. There's things that the camera does and one of them is that it dampens down the energy. So you do have to work harder. So really work with those eyes to get across to your audience through that strange black circle. Or if it's on a phone, you can hardly see the black circle, can you? It's so tiny. So thank you so much for being with me. So that is a real basic start to my live video success formula. I so love, love, love helping uh, online business girls to just feel more confident, to enjoy showing up for their ideal clients and, you know, to, to create friendships. It can be such a wonderful thing going live and feeling and looking great and, you know, just just doing it and enjoying it. So uh, thank you for being with me and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Thrive With Live show. If you love this podcast, do subscribe, share it with friends and join Katie's supportive Facebook community, the live video success hub for ladypreneurs. And let's make your video confidence and impact soar. Until next time, remember to count your blessings.